Welcome everyone to Devori Darkens Live. Another great weekend. I expect you had a great weekend yourself. But we're going to start this off every week like we usually do about you. This podcast is all about you and helping you get what you want out of life. Why is it you're not able to get what you want out of life? Why do you think that is? Well, I could tell you right now, it has everything to do with your mindset. And the sooner you realize that, the sooner you can change it, and the sooner you can get what you want. And although that may sound superficial, or maybe you've heard that a thousand times already, it's still a fact. The person who's out there, who's thinking in a certain way, meaning they see why they can do the things that they want to do, even though the circumstances may not be what they want it to be right now, even though they may not have the money, they may not have the resources currently right now in this moment, they're not thinking about that. They are only thinking about why they can. And so my question for you, uh, do you think that way? And so that's what this podcast is all about in helping you change your mindset so you can change your life, of course. And also this, there's a reason why you are here on this earth. There is a reason. Everything in this universe has a purpose, including yourself, including you. And I find that when we discover our purpose again, our lives become very simple and now they mean something. I think one of the biggest culprits to people living a happy life or why they don't has everything to do because they're not living on purpose. So we also go through that. And I find why is it that so many people struggle with living their purpose in life? They don't believe. They don't believe. They do not believe they can. That's the issue. When you don't believe you can live the life that you want, how are you ever going to live that life? Again, it goes back to thinking in a certain way. There are a lot of people out there that are thinking why they can. Now, if you guys are running what I'm doing, me and Instagram are going back and forth with each other right now. Um, it's been kicking me out. So I'm trying to make sure that I give this enough effort. Uh, see if this does work because I do have people who watch me on Instagram. Uh, let's see here. All right, there we go. I think now we should be good. Let's see here. Let's see. We should be good now. Okay. So where do we start? Where do we start? 
Well, first, let's start with this. Hold on, guys. I think I got ahead of myself here. Let me fix this. There we go. All right. <laughs> Hold on, everyone. I'm I'm doing my best here for my people on Instagram. I don't want to leave them hanging. All right. Now we should be good. Okay. So if you're just following me right now for the very first time, or you're just uh, uh, checking in for the very first time, you don't know what this podcast is about. You're trying to figure out why should you watch. This show is all about you and helping you get what you want out of life. The only way that's ever going to happen is by changing your mindset. Nothing new. I'm sure you've been on social media quite often. You've seen the inspiring quotes. You've seen mindset stuff. You've seen manifestation stuff. You've seen it all. The purpose of this is not to really give you more information. The purpose is to get you to develop a plan of action on how you're going to implement what you already know. You already know you could be doing better. You already know that. You know you're better. You know that too. But how do you bring that out of yourself? How do you make that a consistent way that you think well, that's where it's all about changing the way that you think. It's about understanding that process. And that's what we're going to get into today. Um, so if you're just joining, if you're a person who's wondering why, I think that should do it there. Um, because how are you going to get what you want in your life if you're not that person? If you don't think the way that person thinks, how could you get the things that person would get? How could you? Right. And we talked about this actually on Friday. What's the difference between two people who are taking the same actions? It's the way that they think. That's what contributes to the success. So that's why in today's show, the main topic today is what's really the difference between working harder and changing your mindset? Which one is more powerful? Which one supersedes the other? Because what's happening, and you may be, you know, doing this yourself, like I did this, you may have the belief that if you work harder, that's going to make you successful. If you work harder, that is what's going to make you successful. Let me say that again. How many of you guys believe if you work harder, that's what's going to make you successful. Think about that. How many of you actually believe that? Now, don't worry. Throughout this show today, we're going to give you the context behind what we mean when we say working hard and what we mean when we say mindset, because those are very broad terms for the record. What does it mean to actually work hard? What does it feel like to work hard? Because it's different for everybody. See, there are people out there right now who are working 40, 50, 60, 80 hours a week. Physically, they're working hard, but they're not getting any closer to what they want in life. This shows for you. 
this show's for you. The business owner out there who thinks, I'm just going to do it myself because I'm going to do it right. And uh, I'm going to do all the work. I'm going to wear all the hats. This is for you. This is for you. The person who's read all the personal development books, you know all the manifestation stuff, but nothing's really changed. It's for you. I'm going to get you to see tonight that working harder is not the answer. It's not the root cause. It's not where you should start. Now, we've been told this our entire life. Work hard. Work hard. If you work hard, you pay your dues, you go to college, you'll be successful. Well, there are plenty of people I personally know, and I was one of them. You went to college. You got a great degree. You got great certifications. You've got a big resume. But when it comes to the results... You're living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck. You're having problems in your relationships. You're not happy. Something's not adding up. You work so hard to find yourself in a position where you feel like you've gotten nowhere. Think about that. Many of you right now, you put in years to chasing this idea of success only to get yourself in a position where you, f you don't even feel successful. So maybe you're a person, you've got the degrees, you've got the resume, you've got the achievements, but the feeling is not there. Is working harder really the answer? Is that really the answer? What about the guy who works 60, 80 hours a week, brings the money home, then the money's gone? And he just does that for the rest of his life. Never makes any investments. Never learns about multiple sources of income. Never really chases his dream of owning a business. So he just continues to work. Trades his time for money. Here's the problem with trading time for money is you only have so much time in a day. So there's a cap to that. You can only work so many hours in a week. There's a limit to that. But people still wake up today thinking, if I just work harder, I'll just get three jobs. If I get three jobs, that'll make me successful. They can't fathom the idea that what if they just got rid of the three jobs, right, and focused on one and really focused on what they wanted. I mean, that would sound like you're going backwards, logically. Some people are out there trying to force this success. You think if you work harder and force it, that um, you're going to get it. You think you have to go out there and steal success away or something like that. It's not the case. So now I've, I've said all this. Let me give you a story, and then that maybe you'll get to see where I'm coming from on this. Now, remember... Our belief systems are shaped by what? Think about it. Your belief system comes from your parents, your environment. This is why it's always stated. Your environment supersedes heredity, meaning just because you have things in your genes, you may have a disease that was passed down, 
you know, you may have certain deficiencies medically that your parents had. You know what trumps all that? Your environment. Your environment, the way you grew up. That shapes your belief system. It shapes the cells in your body. Environment is everything. And here's the thing. Before we get into this, why do so many people believe they have to work hard? Their environment trained them to do that. Some people had no choice but to do that just to survive. So what happens? They're caught in this hustle mentality. So yeah, for the entrepreneurs in the room too, are you stuck in a hustle mentality? Or are you thinking like someone who's trying to build an empire? There's a big difference to that. Huge difference. So let me tell you this story. From, the, from one of my first memories of my mother who adopted me, she worked every single day. She never took a day off. Her business was taking care of mentally ill clients. So she used to take care of eight, including her adopted sister who also had Alzheimer's or something like that. She took care of them every single day. That was, that was her business. That was her life. That was her job. Every day, that's what she did. Every day she got up, she made them breakfast. Then she made them lunch. Then she made them dinner. Then she made sure they had their medication. Then they would, she would take them to the park every weekend. And this would go on and on and on. And then not only that, she'd have a lot of our family members throughout our family come and stay with her. And she would help them raise their children. So this was a woman who only knew about hard work. That was it. And sure enough, that's all I saw. I didn't see ease. I didn't see living a life that invited the concept of effortless thinking. I saw a woman who struggled, who forced, who worked hard, who had a lot of resistance, had a lot of love too, by the way, amazing woman. But her generation knows about working hard. I mean, that's just what it is. She was born in the 30s. So this concept of not working hard doesn't make any sense. That's the way they were brought up. So my first exposure to someone was my mother who every day was working hard. And that's what I had to do. So... Every weekend on Saturday morning, I had to go outside, trim all of her rose bushes, cut the grass, trim it, get rid of all the weeds in the garden, then go to the corner lot, which is about a half an acre. We had a corner lot, a half an acre, and I had to cut it with a push lawnmower. I did this my entire childhood. Needless to say, this led me to the belief, oh, well, working hard, I, I should be prideful of that. You know, that's what's going to make me successful. So it's an amazing story, by the way. You guys will see this. Every weekend, every, I would say probably every two weekends, really, I had to go out there and cut that grass. All the other kids were playing, you know, Devorah was cutting the grass. Devorah was pulling weeds. Devorah was shining my mother's uh, antiques and her... Uh, you know how your grandmother has the, uh, the china in the cabinet? I had to clean all that. Not just wipe it off. I had to take it out. I had to do the whole thing. Okay? That was me. Then I had to help her with the clients, of course. So my childhood wasn't a bunch of me just sitting around playing video games. It was me working. 
Now, what's the good thing about this? Well, I know what it means to work hard. So when I got into the military, I had no problem working hard. I had no problem outworking people because I, I was already doing that in my childhood. I, I was working every single weekend. I had a job in high school, multiple jobs. I walked to school every single day um, since elementary school, never got a, a ride to, to school. I had to walk. So I already had this belief that working hard was the answer. And when I went into the military, oh, I'll just outwork everybody. I'll volunteer here. I'll volunteer there. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll work harder. I'll stay longer. I'll show up early. That was my mindset the entire time. And there's a lot of people I came across in the military that worked hard, but they did not advance. See, there's one thing that they were missing that I had during that time. I had this book called The Secret that I read, and that was the only book at, in the time. At, and let me just put it to you this way. I don't ever remember reading a book in middle school or high school or in my 20s, except for the book called The Secret. That's the only book I read from front to back multiple times, more times than I can count. It was the only book I ever carried around, the only book I ever emotionally believed in what the author was writing. So although I was working hard in the military, I had this other belief I developed from reading that book, that if I just focused on what I wanted, I would get it. So of course, that's what I was doing. But I still had this belief that working harder was, was going to be the answer as well. So anyways... I finally get out of the military because I realized, well, I'm not going to want to work this hard for the rest of my life just to play it safe for a career that I really don't have any passion in anymore. I want to get out there. I want to coach people. I want to teach people. I want to help people become successful. I knew I wasn't going to be able to do that in the military because the military controls what? It controls your time. It controls your time. So I knew this was not the answer. So anyhow, um, I got out and I started a business with my brother. It was a juice bar. And I got to say, I worked hard in the military, but I don't think I worked harder ever in my life until I had that business. Now, this is a brick and mortar. It was a restaurant. Uh, you know, I would say it was at the peak of juice cleanses. You know, that was a whole thing in, the, in America. I mean, I worked from... I don't know, 6 a.m. all the way till 9 p.m. at night on that business. That's all I ever did. And I kept thinking when I was working in that business, well, I just got to work harder. That, that's got to be the answer. If I, I did it in the military. It's got to work here. What I was forgetting is what I learned in the secret. So the business was successful, but again, one, to go back and say now I would never have started that business would be naive. Um, I did what I thought was the best thing at the time, <clears throat> but that experience taught me a lot of things that I needed to learn to get to where I am today. So I ended up shutting that business down when COVID hit. And when I did, it really made me go back and think, if I start my next business, am I really going to want to work that hard again? I worked so hard in that business, I got to levels of burnout. 
I got to levels where I started to hate the business. That's how hard I was working. You can get yourself to a point where you work so hard that you start to hate it. Because what happens is it takes away from the rest of life. Life is more than your business, than your job, your career. There's more to life than just doing that. And I realized that that wasn't my purpose. Um, and so I finally made a decision. All right, well, I'm going to become a coach. I'm going to do this for reals. Anyways, um, I was listening to Bob Proctor speak on this idea. And the first time I heard it, I said, what? What do you mean working harder is not the answer? I've been working hard my entire life. I became successful in the military. I had some success in this restaurant. What do you mean? So I didn't get it the first time I heard it. The first time I heard it, I was like, well, that sounds great, but I don't understand. Well, I think it really took me a couple of more years as a coach to finally get it to sink in. See, my brother, on the other hand, he's a guy who absolutely represents this concept. This is a guy who's never had a nine to five in his entire life. He's 36 now. He's got four kids. Just bought a million-dollar home in Georgia. Has a million-dollar company right now with credit repair. This is a guy who's never worked in his life. Not a nine-to-five. Never. Never had a salary job either. He's only started businesses. That, that's what he's done. So anyways, he has a business now. He doesn't do anything. He gets to wake up in the morning, spend time with his kids, make some calls, meet new people, put some business deals together. This guy does nothing in his credit repair business, but he makes a million dollars a year. Is working harder really the answer? Now, I had seen that from him before he had the credit repair business. I used to see him make so much money without doing anything. So I, when I heard that I, the idea from Bob Proctor, I didn't say, oh, well, this that's wrong. I just was like, Okay, I've seen that, but how do I get myself there? See, I, I, it wasn't clicking for me at that time. I wasn't, I didn't understand it. I, I, I consciously, logically was like, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, working harder is not the answer. Um, but what is the answer, you know? And of course, what would he say? Is, well, it's the way that you think. That's the answer. So sometimes you, you hear something and you're not ready yet. You've got to keep going back to it. You know, you're right where you're supposed to be today. Everybody's on their own journey. That's the, that's the issue today in, in people's lives is they want everything tomorrow and they don't understand that there is a timeline for everything. And that's outside of your control. So no use in sitting there and trying to... Um, you know, complain about where you are right now. Just got to keep focused on moving forward. Anyways, so I heard it. I was like, okay, I worked hard my entire life. It's not adding up. In fact, I think I would say, and even my brother would say this, I've worked harder than he ever has in his entire life. But he's made more money than I ever have. That's for sure. Why? Because working harder is not the answer. It's not. And you guys are going to see that here shortly.
if you don't already. So anyways, um, I would say about two year, years ago, it finally hit me. Okay, I cannot approach this coaching business thinking that if I work harder than all the other coaches, I'm going to get more clients. There's no correlation there. Just because I work harder does not mean I'm going to be successful. Doesn't mean that. That's like saying, you know what? I'm going to practice basketball, but I'm not going to really figure out the techniques. I'm just going to practice. And I'm going to put in more hours than everybody else. But I'm not getting the techniques down. I'm just practicing. Do you see how in the long term that's not going to really work out for that person? See, there's a difference between um, practicing with the right understanding and practicing with ignorance. Most people are out there, they're working hard. They're ignorant, though. They're missing the mindset piece. They think physically they're going to make themselves successful. But that's not it. It's the person's mindset. That's what makes a person successful. So that's why the title on YouTube, we wrote it out here, just so I don't butcher it. The title of this show today is called what? How you can change the way you think. Oh, no, not that one. <laughs> here we go. Why success isn't the result of hard work. It's the result of right thinking. Why success isn't the result of hard work, it's the result of right thinking. We were talking about this on Friday. I told you about my wife and the person that also has a similar business that she, she has. They both have the same business, but my wife is getting phenomenal results. The other person, she's thinking about quitting. Works, works hard, shows up to the same shows, sells the same product to the same people. How is it my wife is killing it and the other person's not? Why is it for so many years that no matter how many businesses I started, I worked so hard, but the success never showed up? It's mindset. It's understanding how to think. That's the thing there. So let's break this statement down which will help you guys get more clarity around what I'm talking about. Success is not the result of hard work. It's the result of the right thinking, the right mindset. What does that exactly mean? That means it's a person who knows how to focus on what they want and put themselves in positions to receive it. That's really the way that it works when you're thinking the right way. Now, let's break this down. I was just saying it. How many people do you know of who's working 80 hours a week? 80, not 40, 80. Let's say 60. Let's, you know, I'll meet you in the middle but nothing really improves. They are still barely making it by. They're still living paycheck to paycheck. They still say, I don't have enough money. How is it that you've got attorneys, engineers, accountants, white collar individuals, blue collar individuals, 
barely making it by financially. How could that be? Because it's not the hard work, ladies and gentlemen. It's not your certifications. It's not your degrees. It's your way of thinking that will define it all. Now, we every now and then, you come across a person who's got all these degrees, and they got a bad mindset. You know it. They're negative. They're toxic. Well, usually what happens to that individual? Sooner or later, it catches up. It catches up to them. And it can catch up to them with their marriage, relationship with their kids, their job lets them go. It catches up. Their health always catches up to those individuals. It may not happen when you want it to happen, but it happens to them. So, you know, as logical as it may seem to think that if you outwork everybody, you're, you're automatically going to be successful. The problem is this. If you're not clear on exactly what you want and you don't believe in it, it doesn't matter how hard you work. It ain't going to happen. You have to believe. You have to have faith. If not, you'll get distracted. You won't believe. You'll procrastinate. You'll quit and start something else, and you'll just go through that struggle. That was me for a while. I really used to believe if I just outwork everybody, I'll be successful. If I have multiple businesses, I'll make a lot of money. Not thinking for a second, well, can't you make a lot of money just with one business? See, we, we tend to think we get ahead of ourselves here where we, we're like, okay, well, I'll physically do this. And we cut God out of this, the entire equation. Like we are the ones that are supposed to figure it all out. We're the ones that are going to move the mountains. We're the ones that are going to put people in the position we're the one that's going to create the opportunities. The problem is this. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. It's the way that you think that will really define your success. It's just what it is. And I know quite a few people that I would consider to have extremely strong work ethics or uh, work ethic. Um, but their results are not improving. Just look at the, t the totality of everything. Could you get a job today and outwork everybody and be successful? Sure. But is that your dream to get a nine to five? Is your dream to leave your nine to five, start a business, and still work the same amount of hours? That's what a lot of people don't tell you. Well, I want to be an entrepreneur, Devorey. I want to have my own business. Okay, that's great. But what type of business owner do you want to be? You want to be the business owner that works the same amount of hours you did when you were in your nine to five? I thought you didn't want that. 
Well, Devori, isn't that the only way to make your business successful is you have to work 40, 60, 80 hours a week? If that's what you believe. I know plenty of people who don't do that. I know plenty of people who barely work any hours in their business and they make a lot of money. I mean, I can go to the extremes and I could tell you about Warren Buffett. He doesn't do anything. And this is a guy who makes millions in a day. That is an extreme. I understand that, but it happens. It happens. So what does it mean to have the right thinking? Well, think about it. If you want to have a life where you're not burning out and you're not overworking yourself and you're not spending all this time in your business or at work away from your family, how would you need to start thinking is the question. How would that person think? That's the solution here. How does a person think who has the freedom when it comes to their time? How do they think? What do they believe in? What actions are they taking? What things have they done to set themselves up to be in this position? These are more productive questions that gets you on the side of the right thinking. That's why I said in the beginning, a lot of people are stuck in a hustler's mentality. They're just trying to get enough to make enough money to then again do it, do it all over again. They're not thinking big enough. Now, I don't want you guys to get something confused. On the outside looking in, a person could say, Devore, you work extremely hard. A lot of people will say that. What they don't understand is, but it doesn't feel like I'm working hard at all. I really don't spend that much time on my business. I mean, really all I'm doing is my podcast. I have my calls with potential clients. Then I have calls with clients. We upload content. It's pretty much it. I don't want to work all day long. <laughs> Who wants to do that? I want to enjoy time with my wife, with my family. I want to be able to say, you know what? I'm not doing anything today. I'm just going to chill out. You know what? Today, I'm going to turn on Netflix and just bum out my life. Screw it. We all have those days, by the way. But some of you guys feel guilty. You feel guilty when you finally have a day where you don't do anything. You feel like there's something wrong with you. No, that's actually a great thing. Don't you want to have a life where you do have the freedom to say, you know what? Today, I'm not changing my clothes. I'm not going outside. I'm going to lay my ass right here on this couch, turn on the TV. I'm mindlessly going to watch movies. Like If that's not freedom, then what is? Today, I'm just going to spend all my day with my kids. If that's not freedom, then what is? Right? So this concept of like working harder to get success is not the correct answer. What 
is required is the right thinking before you move into action, before you move into working hard. You've got to have the right thinking from the get-go. you got to be thinking about, how do I want this to be? Do I want to slave? Do I want to burn out? Do I want to take all this time away from my family? Or do I want to be able to have freedom there? If you want to have freedom there, then you got to start thinking like that person. How would that person think? What would they believe in? What actions would they be taking to put themselves in that position to begin with? So let's let's think about this, all right? I'll think of myself. Okay, I need to think like a person or a coach who has freedom with his time. Okay, what would he think about? All right, he would think about how can he make his business simple? Simple to where it doesn't require much time. How could he put systems and processes in place that gives him his time back? How could he set up automations? How could he hire other people, VAs or other coaches to help him facilitate and deliver his service? That's how a coach would think who wants their time. Now, what would I need to believe in? Well, first, I need to believe that's even possible. Right? Because if I don't believe, I'm not going to make a decision to do it. I got to believe I can hire a VA and they're going to do what I need them to do. I got to believe there's coaches out there that want to partner with me. I got to believe that I can have freedom with my time and God's going to help me. I have to believe that. And I can't just say I believe it. I got to act that way. All right. So what actions should you be taking, right, Devore? What, what, what would a coach who has freedom with their time, what actions would they take? Well, I would go get the VA, which I have now. I would I would have another coach on my staff, which I do now. I've structured my business where it doesn't really take that much time. So is working harder really the answer or is it the right thinking? I now today am in front of you telling you without a doubt it's the right thinking. Doing this podcast is not working hard. This is nothing for me. This is effortless. I'll do this all day if I could, but I got other things to do. This is not working hard for me. So it's possible. You just got to think that way. That's why the title today is why success isn't the result of hard work. It's the result of right thinking. Now, I know some of you guys are like, well, Devorah, you don't get it, man. I got a mortgage. I've got kids. I've, I've got all this money going out. You know, I've got, I got to put in this work. I get that. But that's your problem because you're so focused on what is right now. You're not focused on what you want it to be. There's a difference in the mindset. You're focused on your current circumstances, not on the circumstances you want to create. There's a difference there. So it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. You have the ability to think what you want to think. You have the ability to start believing in that idea, internalize it, have faith about it, act on it, 
And in time, it shows up in your life. We all have that ability, and we've done it. No difference here. But you've got to accept the reality that you're the one that's perpetuating this. If you do not get your thinking out of what is and what has been to what you want it to be, you'll always be stuck with the grind, the hustle. You'll always be stuck. You know, and I know you don't want that. So let's just be honest here. Is it possible for you to get out of this slave mentality of burning yourself out every week and overworking yourself and feeling like you have to outwork everybody and get yourself into a mindset where, you know, you can structure things that are more effortless, that give you more of your time? Do you believe that's possible? It's not for me to tell you what to believe. That's a decision you got to make yourself. It's the same one I had to make for myself. Now, again, when you are looking from the outside at somebody else, it's easy to say that person's working hard. That's why they became successful. It's easy to say that, but that's not actually it. It's their thinking that made them successful. There are a lot of people who were taking the same actions but one person became very successful, the other did not. It's the thinking. It's why I'm saying today that success is not the result of hard work. It's the result of right thinking. Are you thinking in a way that's going to get you to where you want to go? Are you thinking like the person who would get the results that you want? Or... Are you continually, are you continuing to think like the person who has the results you have right now? I, I, I'm tell, I know, <laughs> I know there's like, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but right. There's those thoughts coming up right now. Yeah, but Devori, come on, man. You know, we're supposed to work hard, man. That's how it's always been. That's what you were told. That's what you were told. But if you were to do your research and really see what people are doing that are highly successful, you'll find they really don't work as hard as the janitor down the street. They're not slaving away. They're not burning out. It's not work for them. The bottom line is you're the one that gets to make this whatever you want it to be. If you want your life to be based on hustle and struggle and a grind and barely making it by, that's your choosing. It doesn't have to be that way. Will it take time? Absolutely. Absolutely. For some people, they can make this switch in the next 90 days. For some, it may take them a few years. But it's possible. It happens every single day. Happens every single day. We're going to be moving to a town uh, 45 minutes north of here. We're going to have a four-bedroom home. I'm going to have my own like office and studio set up. This is what I've been thinking about for years now. And she's going to have, my wife, she's going to have her office for her business. 
I mean, we, we get to wake up every morning and do what we want. We really don't work that hard. You know, so it's possible. It's absolutely possible for you, but where do you start? Well, I think the best place you should be starting is do you even believe this is possible? This is why on Thursday of this week, for people who may not know, we're hosting a workshop. It's called Dissolve Your Deepest Limiting Beliefs. Because if you don't believe this is possible, it's not going to happen. If you're wondering why you're still dragging your feet on your goal or your dream or the thing you said you wanted to do and you've been thinking about it for years, it's because you don't believe. And if you want to finally make some progress and get out of that, you might want to join the workshop. You might want to join the workshop. So that's being hosted on Thursday of this week, November 17th. It's at 6 p.m. California time. It is recorded. It's two hours over Zoom. So we'll be going back and forth with, with each other. Um, I'm going to be showing you a couple of techniques that are going to help you get rid of your limiting beliefs. And I'll make it simple for you. Because if I had someone to help me get rid of my limiting beliefs, I would have did this sooner. I would have had this business sooner. But I didn't believe. I believe I needed to do a business that was hard. I believed I needed to, to, to have a business that caused me to struggle. I, I feel I needed to get lost in the struggle. I believe I needed to hustle just to make, make it by. That I needed to force things. I believe I needed to burn out. That's what I believe. And I learned that really doesn't help anybody. Especially for the parents who are listening right now. Because why do you do everything you do? Because you want to spend time with your children. You want to set them up for success. You want to have a great relationship with them. That's not going to be possible if you're never around. So we got to get out of this mindset of thinking struggle is the answer. Working harder is the answer. No, it's right thinking. Right thinking. Meaning you start to entertain ideas on how you can create a life that is not taking up your time in that way. You got to just start thinking like that. That's the way that you have to start thinking. And again, to do that, that's you challenging your beliefs. Because if you're like me, where you grew up working hard, that's a deep belief. See, here's if, if you guys aren't getting it, here's the here's the, the punchline, okay? You can go on social media and you'll hear a thousand different opinions on success. You've got to work hard. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. Get this. You know what we all have in common? It's based on a belief. If a person believes that they have to work 80 hours a week to be successful, that's the way they think. That's what they see. That's what they attract. If a person believes I don't have to work 80 hours to make a lot of money, I could just make a few calls and I'll make that same amount of money. That's my brother. 
My brother is a guy who doesn't have to leave his house. He could pick up the phone, make a couple of calls, sell a few ideas, and he's got $30,000 cash like that. Why? Because that's what he believes. See, it's all based on beliefs. It really is. So there's no wrong or right in this conversation. That's not why I'm here. I'm here just sharing an idea with you that just might make a difference for you. Just might, if you accept it. If you accept it. So let's read this from Thinking Grow Rich. Because I'm always going to give you guys a reference, just so you know it's not really my opinion. This would be in the chapter called Imagination, which would be chapter six. Now, this is the version I have, and I always have to say it because I have people who constantly ask me, what book am I reading? What version did you get? If you want this particular version of Think and Grow Rich, you have to go to my YouTube channel in the description. You'll see it there. So this is chapter six, page 136. Imagination is also known as the workshop of the mind. He says that man's only limitation within reason lies in his development and use of his imagination. To imagine a life where you are not burning out to become successful. Some people can't do that yet. They cannot see that yet. I say yet. Because they can. They just may not believe it's possible. So let me read this again. Your only limitation, let me make it for you. Your only limitation within reason lies in your development and use of your imagination. If you're not seeing the way you want your life to be, that means you're too busy seeing the way that it is now. What happens? Then you're, you're stuck in a cycle. Because you're allowing the results your circumstances to control your imagination. You're not in control of your imagination. Your results are in control of your imagination. Your circumstances, your kids, your family, your job, your career is in control of your imagination. That's why it doesn't change. So you do the affirmations, you read the books, you attend a few seminars, you listen to audio books, you may even listen to this podcast. But if you're still allowing your results to control your imagination, nothing will really change of any consequence. I'll read it again to you. Your only limitation within reason lies in your development and use of your imagination. We all have one. We all have an imagination. Now, here's the part that I wanted to get to. And this would be on page um, make sure I don't tell you guys wrong. Because I don't think I have this particular quote. Oh, yeah, I do. What am I talking about? Page 150. If you're one of those people who believe that hard work and honesty alone will bring riches, perish the thought because it's not true. Riches, when they come in huge quantities, are never the result of hard work. Riches come if they come at all in response to definite demands based upon the application of definite principles and not by chance or luck. What does that even mean? Well, that goes back to what we were saying in specialized knowledge chapter. Specialized knowledge. 
Any person who is educated is a person who knows where to get the knowledge they need and organize that knowledge into a definite plan of action and apply it to a definite end. Now, most people aren't doing that, so they're definitely working hard. They're going in circles. So you get all this information, but you're not, org you're not organizing it into a way where you can apply it simply. I mean, there's no definite plan. Let me give you guys an example. I'll give you guys a great example. When I started out as a coach, I can't tell you how many ads, excuse me, I can't tell you how many ads I've seen or I was seeing at the time. Well, do this to get clients. Follow this strategy. Uh, do this. Get this type of website. Get your funnels in order. Do this. Do that. Do a webinar. I can't, I mean, countless ads. And I was telling my wife this the other night. I said, <laughs> the problem is that people see that every day and it causes them to doubt the original plan they came up with. So they make it harder on themselves because they keep changing the strategy. They don't even work the strategy uh, to a respectable, a respectable amount of time. Um, but I digress. The problem is this. They're not applying definite principles. What is one of the principles that makes this process of success more effortless and not a struggle? Well, one of the principles definitely would be, what are you focusing on? If you're focusing on what is instead of what you want, there's a big difference there. If you're focusing on lack and not on abundance, there's a big difference there. That's a definite principle. If you're not focusing on all the ways that you can live a life this way, you're not going to find it and it won't come to you because you're not praying for it in that way. You're rejecting the idea. So don't get lost in the message here, guys. If you're one of those people who believe that hard work and honesty alone will bring you what you want in life, will bring you riches, bring you success, perish the thought it is not true. Success, when it comes, are never the result of hard work it comes, if at all, in response to definite demands based upon the application of definite principles and not by chance or luck. Listen, it is not luck that you see people who are very successful. They did not get there by accident. But people still say that. That's the excuse they use when they don't want to put in the work. When they don't want to put in the work of changing the way that they think. When they don't want to challenge their belief system and step outside their comfort zone, they say, well, you know, people... That person over there is successful because they're lucky. Listen, my brother is not lucky because he has a million dollar business and he doesn't really do anything. That's not luck. That's because of the way that he thinks. He does not entertain the idea that he has to struggle in order to build his business. He didn't have to do that. He never thought that way. He thought from a place of abundance. He got people together to help him. He duplicated himself. He multiplied himself. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised if you start changing the way that you think. You can get some different outcomes in ways that people can barely believe. Now, I know some of you still in the back are like, well, DeVore, 
I don't know, man. You got to work hard in this life. Hey, that's what you believe. I'm not here to challenge your belief. That's your job. Your job is to question your own beliefs, not mine. I, my only job is to question my own beliefs. I used to believe I had to work harder than everybody to be successful. I no longer believe that. I believe that if I can get an idea in my mind and focus on it and get emotion involved in the idea to the point where I feel in my heart without a doubt it's going to happen, and I know if I do that, that's going to put me in the right vibration, the right attitude, the right energy, I know from that point on, all the actions I take will not only, they won't really feel hard, I won't absolutely have to burn out. In fact, it will be effortless because I will get intuitive ideas that will put me in a position to get the success I'm looking for. Why? Because success loves speed. That's why. God is always going to find the most practical, convenient way to get the manifestation to happen every single time. The only reason why we hold it up is because we're trying to struggle our way there. That doesn't work. What, what am I telling you? Let go is what I'm telling you. Stop thinking you're in charge of everything. You're only in charge of your thinking. You don't control other people. You don't control the mountains. You don't control the weather. You don't control any of that. Just let God do what he knows what, how to do it. That's the way that I see it. That's what I choose to believe. I'm going to leave it up to someone who I believe probably knows better than me. I'm going to leave it up to the universe. It's going to work perfectly. It works by order. It works based on how I think. If I'm seeing what I want, I see it, I believe it, I expect it, it must happen. It has to happen. I saw this years ago where I said, you know what? I want to be in a position where I'm helping people succeed in their life. I get to do it from my home. I get to have my own time. I can spend time with my wife, my family. I, I was thinking that way in the beginning. That didn't, it didn't start off that way, of course. But the more I kept thinking that way, the more I kept trying things to put myself in that position. There's always a way. Always. But it's for the person who obviously believes. Um, if you don't believe, well, it ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. And remember, let me say it again. This is really based upon a belief system. There are people who believe they have to work hard to be successful. And they will put in the work and they will become successful. They believe that, though. They don't believe in effortless, uh, finding an effortless way to do things. They, they don't believe that. They believe they have to struggle to get there. And that's exactly what they set themselves up to experience. And they get there. There are others, on the other hand, that they don't believe that. They don't believe they have to struggle to get there. They believe that things are going to happen. They believe that they can multiply themselves. They believe that they don't even know, even they don't even have to know how. They just expect that's the way it's going to be. No matter who you are, my job here is not to challenge your belief system. My job here is to get you to think. You're the one that gets to challenge your own belief system. And by the way, you didn't create it. That's why I said in the beginning of the show, we're a product of our environment. 
There are people every single day who do nothing and make a lot of money. So we can't sit up here and say it's not possible because there are people living that way. An abundance of them. No question. And we see them in all different industries, all walks of life. It's possible. But we also see a lot of people who are working really hard to hold on to their success. And then we see a lot of people who are working hard and they're not successful. And then we see people who aren't doing anything at all. They're just existing. It's all based on your belief system. It's based on your belief system. If you believe you can find an easier way to do this, if you believe you can find a fun way of doing this, if you believe you can have a business that gives you your time back, you'll create that. It's not rocket science, guys. For the entrepreneurs in the room, this is not rocket science. If, you're, if your thing is why you're starting a business to get your time back, you have to be thinking about people. Because that's what it's going to take. How can, you do, how can you duplicate yourself? How can you put systems and processes in place that gives you your time back? Are you the person that has to upload all your content? Are you the person that has to edit all your videos? Are you the person that has to send all the emails? Are you the person that has to handle all the customer service issues? Or do you have to be that person? Are you the person that has to manage your bank account and do all the accounting and the bookkeeping? Do you have to do that? Or can someone else do it? It's a belief. Some entrepreneurs don't believe they can do that. They can't trust anybody. That's a limiting belief. Limiting beliefs are what? Beliefs that limit your potential. Well, you don't understand, Devor, I got burned in the past. Again, you're basing what has happened and what is happening now on what can happen in the future. You're allowing your results to control your thinking. That's why it won't change. This, ladies and gentlemen, tonight is an absolute paradigm shift for some people out there. You've never thought of it this way. And now that you're thinking about this way, you can barely even fathom this is possible. This is a true challenge to a person's belief system because their entire life they've been what? Programmed to think, I got to outwork everybody to be successful. And here's the thing. Um, your business is not the game of basketball or football. That's not what it is. It's not, it doesn't go by a, a scoreboard. It doesn't work that way. There is an abundance out here. There's plenty of clients to go around. There's plenty of money, plenty of opportunities, plenty of people looking to work with you and help you on your path to whatever it is you're looking to create. The opportunities are here. The people are here. But you've got to get yourself in alignment with that. How do you do that? You got to start thinking this way. You got to let go of the past. Let go of what is and start focusing on what you want. If you want more time with your children, you can have that. Why on earth would you ever think that's not possible? All things are possible. For the person who believes. For the person who understands that God is here. He'll take it. He'll send the people to you, the opportunities. It's possible. For the person who believes, well, Devore, man, I'm older, man. I, I got to work. 
I don't have any retirement. I don't have social security. I got to work. That's what you believe. Can't you figure out or create a new idea of the way you want things to be instead? See, I know every one of you who's listening, I know you already have an idea of the way you want your life to be. The question is, do you believe it? So if you're wondering why it's not changing, the, that's not the question. The question is, do you believe it? Not logically, not rationally, not consciously. Do you believe it in your heart? And if you don't, be honest. I don't have the results I want is because I don't believe, not because it's, it's, it's not possible, okay? Don't be lazy and just say, well, you know, this ain't possible. Don't say that. That's ignorance. Just be honest. I don't believe. Good. At least you know where you're at. But to think that it's because of some outside circumstances, to think because it's your children and the age that they're, they're at, to think because it's the economy, that's you being lazy. That's you allowing the outside to control your dreams. That's you not truly believing in the power that you possess. That's you not really believing in God's plan for you. I don't think God wakes up in the morning looking to punish anybody. We do that to ourselves. We do it to ourselves. I don't think he wants you to sit up there and struggle and barely make it by for the rest of your life. We do it to ourselves. He's not the one that's making you starve because you can't put food in your refrigerator. You're doing that. So we, we have to take some responsibility. It's our thinking. It's our thinking. And when you change that, you'll see, well, you know what? Napoleon Hill, he was on to something there. He was on to something. He was on to something, and um, some people are going to get it. Some people are not. But I hope something I said today um, resonated with you. All right. Let's get into questions. Uh, yeah, I'll read it one more time. I just saw your comment. This is Think and Go Rich, page 150, chapter 6, called Imagination. He writes here, if you're one of those people who believe that hard work and honesty alone will bring riches, perish the thought. It's not true. Riches, when they come in huge quantities, are never the result of hard work. Riches come if they come at all in response to definite demands based upon the application of definite principles and not by chance or luck. Now, let me explain something in response to definite demands. What is the need for what you do? We're, we just don't know. Nobody's told us this. So just be patient here. Okay. In response to definite demands, what is the need for what you do? 
Think about it. What problem are you solving for others? It doesn't matter whether it's in a career or a business. What problem are you solving that can help you earn the money to put yourself in a position where you have more time freedom? Think about that. To include, let me, let's not forget this, in response to definite demands based upon the application of definite principles. One of the principles I've been telling you this entire show is belief. That's a definite principle. You don't believe, it ain't going to happen. You do believe, it will happen. And I'm not talking about logical belief. I'm not talking about conscious belief. I'm talking about in your heart of hearts. You feel it in your bones. I believe this without a doubt. I would call that unwavering faith. And I don't think a person can develop that unless they understand. So, riches, when they come in huge quantities, are never the result of hard work. Riches come, if they come at all, in response to definite demands based upon the application of definite principles. So you find a need, that you, a problem that you can solve. It doesn't matter whether it's in your career or it's in your business or both. The problem you're going to solve, there is a huge need for that, a big demand. Then what you do is you apply definite principles to this. You see what you want using your imagination. You believe in it. You operate from a place of abundance, not lack. See the difference? So people, they see the need. They know a problem can be solved. They're willing to solve it, but they have scarcity in their heart. They're thinking from a place of lack. That's why they don't succeed. And that's why they get caught up in trying to work harder because they think, well, maybe I'm not working hard enough. I'll just work harder and that'll be the answer. No. You're operating with scarcity. You're operating with fear and lack. That's why it's not adding up. That's why I said on Friday, it's a person who's thinking in a certain way. All right. Let's see here. Um, how to get your idea? Uh, how to? I I can't read that. I'm I'm. I I assume maybe autocorrect happened to you, but that sentence does not make any sense. So. Um, howdy underscore SB. You're going to have to rewrite that. I'd love to answer your question, but you, you got to write that a little bit better, my friend. All right, let's see here. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't even say this quote, but let's go ahead and put the bow on the top, right? We all heard it working smarter, not harder. But what prevents a person from working smarter? They don't believe. They don't want to work with others. 
They are too busy in trying to compete instead of create. They think lack. Ego's in charge. I'm telling you. Some of you guys don't even know how to ask for help. No wonder you're working harder. Let's talk about that. You're out there. You don't even want help. You refuse to ask for help. That's a belief. That's a belief. But you make it harder than what it needs to be. Some of you guys are making it hard by not even reaching out to me. Well, I'll just read the book on my own, Devorah. I got it from here. Okay. Do it yourself. The DIYers of their life. The results tell the story. That's not going to work. But listen, you don't have to believe me. Just look at your results. I'm telling you, if you don't have the ability to ask for help and become an interdependent person where you work with others, you've already capped out your success. You can only do so much. You can't do it all, all on your own. All right. Let's see here. Uh, let's see. Yep, you're still learning this? I know. I know. Uh, Tazleem on YouTube says, yeah, uh, Okay. So as you guys may know, maybe you don't, I have a, a university online. It's an online platform. And part of that university is a section for um, my VIP clients, people that I um, study every day with. We get on a call Monday through Friday over Zoom. Um, and then I talk with them one-on-one -on -one once a week. And there's a section in there for them. And this person's asking me, can I tell them more about it? Um, I kind of just answered the question. So it's really, it works this way. I got people who just want more information. Uh, they don't know me yet. They don't trust me. So they're just going to download my purpose finder cheat sheet, which is perfect. Any way that I can help a person. Then I have my purpose blueprint course, which is a part of the university. This is for someone who needs to get clarity ASAP. You're confused. You don't have a plan. You're done trying to do it all yourself. You need simple, practical, uh, a simple, practical plan of action on what you're going to be doing moving forward. That's what the Purpose Blueprint course is all about. Then I have people who took it a step further and said, hey, Devore, can you coach me through this? Can you hold me accountable? Can you mentor me through this? So that's the way that the university works. There's really three tiers. People who are just finally discovering all this and they don't know me yet. They, they don't know if they want to work with me or whatever they, but they still want to see if I can help them. The purpose finder cheat sheet. I can't tell you how many emails I received from people over that. Just saying, thank you. Uh, I've received quite a few emails on the purpose blueprint course. 
which is all about helping you, again, develop a clear plan of action on living your purpose in life. And then I have people that I'm coaching. So that's the difference. Um, if you're interested in that, you'd have to schedule a call because I wouldn't, I don't know if you would be, I don't know. And you don't know if I would be the right person for, to, uh, coach you. I don't know. So we'd have to have a conversation. Um, hello, new here. Have watched some of your other videos. Thank you. Princess Zappa. All right. Uh, so do you need to fall in love with the work to perform right? Cause you have to like what you do. Um, yeah, I, let me put it to you this way. You absolutely should fall in love with the process. Your goal should be to make it more about the journey and not really the outcome, because in that way, your attitude never gets caught up in the outcomes. You never really get controlled by that. So that means you never get into the position of tearing yourself down or looking at your watch and saying, okay, where is it at? Why, why hasn't success happened yet? So when you, when you take it one day at a time and, and you're present and you're, and you're in love with the process and you're grateful for it, uh, you're grateful for the person you're becoming day by day, um, yeah, that's a better approach than trying to get so caught up in the outcome and then wondering what hasn't happened. With the believing, how do you get started on doing process or does that come with believing? I think you're answering my question. Thank you. Oh, okay. Perfect. Believing, how do you? Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, I think I answered your, your question already. Um, but this is what I'd add on to this. So we are all just a summation of our belief system. That's really what it is. And you're the one that gets to question and alter your belief system. And understand something. Your belief system controls your behavior. It controls the actions you're taking every day. And it definitely controls what you set yourself up to experience in your life. So think about it. For a person who thinks people are bad, how will they initially see people? They're going to see them in a negative light. Right? That's exactly what will happen. It's all beliefs. It's all beliefs. And we have to understand that um, you have the power to change them. You have the power to change them. You do. And the first step to doing that is realizing that you can. It's possible. Uh, let's see. We got another question. How do you become more motivated? Well, I think it's the most simplest answer, but at the same time, one that is absolutely misunderstood. My objective is not to find motivation. Um, my objective is to feel inspired about what I'm doing. In order to feel inspired about what I'm doing, I got to be doing something I'm in love with. And this brings me to the answer is your purpose. 
What's your purpose in life? What's your purpose in life? That's the thing that you have a passion in, that you're great at, you want to dedicate your life to. Uh, once you have that, I mean, waking up every day and feeling motivated is, will, won't be the problem. Now, you may wake up every now and then and feel a little lazy, you know, want to have a, you know, a lazy day. That's cool. But normally, I don't. I don't have a motivational problem. My wife does not have a motivational problem because we're engaged in doing something we care about. That's why. And if you're not engaged in something that you care about, um, that's the issue. That's the issue. So that would be the answer. That would be the answer. Is you start with your purpose. Why are you waking up in the morning? What are you going to dedicate your life to? I honestly believe at this point in my life, if everybody would just finally dedicate themselves to just something, their life would become very simple. If you can get up in the morning and you're dedicated to just doing one thing in your life, what am I dedicated to? Helping you become successful. See, I've already tried it the other way. I'm going to do all these other things at the same time. I'm going to start this business, start this business, do this, do that. I'm going to get involved in all these things. The problem is this. You spend time doing everything, but never really getting anything done. But when you dedicate yourself to an idea, and all you need is one. I, you know what? I should write a book that just says all you need is one idea. Because that's it. That's all you need. And you already have it inside you, which is the amazing part about it. You already have a purpose. Everything in this universe has a purpose. This is undisputed. It's a fact. Nothing is existing randomly by luck or bad luck. It all exists on purpose. It's working in harmony. All animals are doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. They have all have a unique purpose. There's no animal out there for no reason. It is doing something that helps the other animals. And they go in a circle with this. Same thing with nature. I live in California. You know what the problem in California is? We have a lot of fires. And you'll get people who say, man, why are we always having fires? You know, that makes no sense. You know, that's a bad thing. They don't understand. That's nature. That's supposed to happen. The purpose of the fire is the forest to cleanse itself. But will people go up and read all that? Probably not. Probably not. I'm the guy that's always been fascinated with looking to understand why things happen the way that they do. So, of course, I'm going to go look it up. And I did what I said. I looked up and I was like, why do we always have fires? And they said, well, that's not the bad thing. We're supposed to have a fire. The forest is supposed to cleanse itself. Oh, well, I didn't know that. I thought, um, you know, we were 
causing these fires to happen. Now, are there some fires out there that are caused by humans? Absolutely. But uh, a lot of these fires in California happen naturally. They happen because of the forest and the weather, of course. Anyways, I digress. All I'm saying is, is that everything has a purpose. And no one wants to talk about it. It's not a sexy topic. I get that. But do you really understand that? Do you really understand you do have a reason for being here? You're not here by luck. You're here for a reason. You're supposed to be doing something, dedicating yourself to something. Not just your children either, because I know that's what people want. Well, I'm dedicated to my children. Of course you are. But what is your overall thing in your life that you're dedicating yourself to? What is your life really going to be about? Because sooner or later, those kids are going to grow up and they're going to be 18 years old and then they're going to leave your house. Then what? So what are you truly dedicating yourself to? That idea is inside you. That idea is inside you. Um, yeah. You find that idea, I'm telling you, motivation is not a problem. Let's see here. Uh, running a health, but it's a lot of obstacles. Okay, so running a healthcare business, but it's a lot of obstacles. Yeah, I mean, it's my same answer. You know, is this healthcare business on purpose? Is the healthcare business in alignment with what you really care about? Have you lost connection with why you're doing this business in the first place? That'd be one of my first questions. If it's a business that you started and you lost motivation and you're not inspired anymore, have you become disconnected? Are you disconnected with why you started it in the first place? Or did you even start that business for the right reasons? You know, that's possible too. So, yeah, that's what I would ask you. How do you find that purpose that will fulfill you more? You don't find it. It's already inside of you. It's kind of like you rediscover it to, to a certain extent. So, um, this is what the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet is all about, by the way. So, Jen Carlos, if I were you, I would definitely download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet because there's a video I put together to explain it, and that will help you. But let's just run through this for maybe someone who's just watching for the first time, and they have this question, too. Okay. Why, is purpose, why should purpose be your number one priority right now? Because the two most important moments in your life is what? The day you're born and the day you find out why. Finding out why is discovering your purpose in life. Why you're here. What is the why behind your life? Now, how do you figure that out? Well, it's through a series of intelligent questions. Number one, what are you really good at already? That's number one. Number two, what do you have a passion for? That would impact people in a positive way. What do you have a passion for that would impact people in a positive way? And number three, how do you want to be remembered? When people come into contact with you, what do you want people to say? Why is it structured this way? 
because your purpose is in alignment with the purpose of the entire universe. Expansion, expression, growth, advancement. You should be dedicating yourself to something that you can grow in. You're not going to grow in something that you don't love. You won't. If you have no passion in it, why would you stick around for 30 years? How could you advance? How could you truly become the best at what you do if there's no passion there? How could you really impact people in a positive way if you have no passion behind it? You won't. So that's the purpose there. And I find out, or I, I found, I thought, you know, to a certain degree, I was like, well, you know, people just, they need to discover their purpose. But then I started realizing, well, that's, that's only part of it. Because once you discover your purpose, now you got to believe in it. And it's what we were saying today. I mean, you may know why you're here, but if you don't believe it's possible, it ain't going to happen. So, yeah, this is why I said I'm doing a workshop on Thursday of this week, 6 p.m. California time. Um, you guys can join that workshop by going to the link in my bio or in the YouTube description. Uh, this workshop is titled Dissolve Your Deepest Limiting Beliefs. Why would you want to do something like that? Because why is it that you haven't made a move? Why are you still going through the motions? Why are you procrastinating? Why hasn't anything changed? Because you don't believe. Let's just get that over with already. Don't you want to believe? Don't you want to stop holding yourself back? So I'm going to show you what I did and what I've learned to help you move forward. Well, let's see here. Um, yeah, the power of the one thing. Exactly. You hit it on the nose with the scattering of the mind. Exactly. That's what it is. It's exactly what it is. Yep. I love that. All right. Let's see here. Let's see. All right. I see your comments, Omar. I will respond to you outside of this podcast. Let's see here. You, you already texted me, Omar, so why would you come on to my TikTok and comment the same thing? <laughs> All right, let's see here. Jen Carlos says, I know one issue I'm lacking on that I need to develop to become that great. I know one issue I'm lacking on. What's the issue exactly? What's the issue? What is the issue? Hmm. All right. I don't know if you're still there, but yeah, that would be my question. What do you... 
what are you lacking on would be my thing. All right. So what do we talk about today? We talked about the fact that working harder is not always the answer. Let me read this to you guys. Um, here we go. I'm going to read this story and then we're going to wrap this up because this will bring it all home. So maybe for some of you guys, you just, you're still like, ah, I don't know, Devori. Let me read this to you. This is written by Price Pritchett, who wrote the book, You Squared. It's all about a book on making quantum leaps in your life, which is where you achieve um, one of the highest level of success quickly without really doing anything. So here it is. There's a small fly burning out the last of its short life energies in a futile attempt to fly through the glass of the window pane. The whining wings tell the amazing story of the fly's strategy, which is to try harder. Everyone, you've been standing in your kitchen or you were somewhere and you could see that the fly is trying to try harder to get to the window. And you're like, you're sitting there and you're realizing this fly doesn't realize there's a freaking window there. Um, this is not going to work. But the fly doesn't know that, of course. So the fly thinks, I'm just going to try harder. Obviously, it does not work. This effort offers no hope for survival. Ironically, the struggle is part of the trap. It is impossible for the fly to try hard enough to succeed at breaking through the glass. It doesn't matter how faster the fly will fly. It's not going to break through the glass. Nevertheless, this little insect has staked its life on reaching its goal through raw effort and determination. This fly is totally doomed. It will die there on the windowsill. Now, how many of us have already seen that? You've seen the fly just give up and it dies. Just sits there right there on the windowsill. It just gives out. All right. Across the room, though, 10 steps away, the door is wide open. 10 seconds of flying time and this small creature could reach the outside world that it was seeking. With only a fraction of the effort now being wasted, uh, it could be free of this self-imposed trap. The breakthrough possibility is there. It would be so easy. Why doesn't the fly try another approach? Why doesn't he try something dramatically different? How did it get so locked in on the idea that this particular route, determined effort, trying harder, was the promise for success. What logic is there in continuing until death to seek a breakthrough with more of the same? Now, this is on the verge of what we would call insanity, doing the same thing, expecting a different result. Trying harder isn't necessarily the solution to achieving more. It may not offer any real promise for getting what you want out of life. Sometimes, in fact, it's the big part of the problem. If you stake your hopes for a breakthrough on trying harder than ever, you may kill your chances for success. Now, to sum all this up, we said it already. Don't look to work harder. Look to work smarter and watch how more effective you become. This is exactly why he tells this story. About the fly whose strategy was to try harder to break through the window when 10 steps away, the door was wide open. 
Are you living your life that way? Someone could point you to the door wide open, but you got to ask for help. <laughs> you got to ask for help. Some people aren't prepared for that, but that would be where you would want to head to. Um, yeah. All right. So let's wrap this up. Why success isn't the result of working harder. It's the result of the right thinking. It's your mindset. It's the way that you see things that's really going to contribute to your success. Working smarter is you sitting there using your mental faculties, finding a better way of doing this, creating a better way, finding a better system, a better process. That's what we're talking about. Not just raw, physically working yourself uh, into burnout. That's not the answer. Now, what are some of the practical ways that I was talking about? Well, number one, you got to start thinking that way. What are all the ways that you can create this life where you're not working as hard as you've been? That you can get some of your time back. What can you do? What are some ideas that come to you? Now, normally people will say, well, I need to start a business. Yeah, that could be one. Could be. Um, but you have to be very intelligent with that. You can't just start a business. What type of business? You may want to start a business where you don't have to have hands-on. That's why I said this type of life uh, isn't going to happen tomorrow, but can happen and does happen for the person who believes. So practically, you need to start thinking that way. Number two, you got to believe. If you got some stuff in your belief system that's stopping you from doing what you're doing now, this idea that I talked about today to believe in that, yeah, you got to look at your belief system. This is why I brought up the fact that we're uh, hosting a workshop this Thursday, November 17th, 6 p.m. California time. The link to, to join that workshop is in the bio or in the YouTube description. You don't change your belief system Nothing's going to happen. And three, what actions can you be taking? What systems can you put in place? Who do you need to work with? What support would you need? What expertise do you need to uh, get to put yourself in a position where you have more of your time, you have more freedom, you have more ease into your, in your life instead of trying to trade your time for money? These are things that you could be doing. And I'll leave you guys with this. When I had my juice bar restaurant business, I finally started to understand this. I didn't get it before, but now, but now I'm understanding it. And this is the way that it goes. I had my juice bar business. So what we used to do is we would sell um, we we were selling obviously juices. We would sell smoothies. And so that is one source of income. Sell people juice. That's one source. Then we're like, all right, well, why don't we sell smoothies? That's a second source. Then I said, why don't we sell acai bowls? That's a third source. Then I said, why don't we sell juice cleanses? That's a fourth source of income. 
four revenue streams in one business. Well, we didn't stop there. I said, well, why don't we create a subscription where people pay us every month and they get a discount on our products? That was a fifth revenue stream. Then it was like, well, why don't we uh, sell this wholesale? Uh, we had a contract with the local hospital. That was a sixth source. We didn't have to try harder. We didn't have to go open up a second location. With one location, we had six ways we were making money. This is what I mean when stop trying to work harder and work smarter. I learned that there. That was when it really hit me. Wow. I was thinking I had to work harder to make this happen to make more money in the business. It was no. Sometimes you really don't have to do much. It's just a tweak that you make. All right. Well, I want to say thank you guys for listening to Devori Darkens Live. This has been recorded. You can go back and watch this on YouTube and listen to it on Spotify, Google, Amazon, or Apple Podcast. Uh, the show is all about helping you get what you want out of life. Uh, and you do that by changing your mindset. We do have something that we're doing this week as another reminder, in case you didn't hear it. We're hosting a workshop. You may want to be a part of it. Dissolve your deepest limiting beliefs. If you don't believe, that's why you're procrastinating. If you don't believe, that's why nothing's really changing. So I'm going to show you exactly what you should be doing uh, to finally get rid of it. And we're going to spend this time over Zoom. So... Um, you might want to get on that. Uh, and you could do that by going to the link in my bio. Lastly, uh, I want to say how grateful I am that you took time out of your day to listen to me today or watch. Uh, I really appreciate you. And I really look forward to catching up with you tomorrow. All right, guys. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everyone.